0: Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your yeah, host, yeah. David yeah, Castle, yeah. aka Homage the Lion Killer, aka Jeffrey Thompson, yeah. aka the rap Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Coming at you from Carson City, Nevada, where we're all getting ready to go out to the desert, get dusty, and burn a big human effigy. Oh, yeah, folks. I'm going to Burning Man. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun, taking off here on Thursday, I went back in 2016, it was a blast, um, third largest city in Nevada while it's going on, and, uh, probably the largest cremation of care ritual in the world, next to Bohemian Grove, I didn't recognize the similarities between Burning Man and Bohemian Grove until, uh, My friend Christian brought it up to my attention, Christian of the Sacred Owls, and he's all about exposing the Bohemian Grove and the cremation of care ritual, and I started looking into it and kind of thinking, it is really culty, it is really um, definitely some occult themes going on there, Um, a little brainwashy, a little fucking, uh, just very weird, very weird, and uh, did a bunch of research on the Bohemian Grove and... And there are a lot of similarities, although uh, I'm not going to participate in their weird pagan rituals. Well, I guess I am, actually. Uh, I'm going there to do a bunch of drugs in the desert, check out some art, and hang out with uh, some friends. So that'll be cool. Getting ready to go do that. Anyway, hope you guys are all doing well out there and, uh, you know, enjoying life for what it is. It's been a good summer. The weather here is very nice today. It's been nice all August. It's been a very mild August over here. We did have Hurricane Hillary which was supposed to come through and devastate everything which uh was a dud. That thing was fizzled out. And it was a result of weather modification, the reason why it didn't uh didn't hit us the way they anticipated it would. They use those NEXRAD towers. They're called WSR-88D Towers. There's one east of Edwards Air Force Base in Southern California. Uh, They switched that thing on and just evaporated all the moisture. So, um, well, not all of it, but a significant portion of the moisture that would have headed up here and gave us some rain. Um, Same with large parts of California. And there was some rain, but just not as much as uh, there should have been. So... There's a dude on YouTube, One Pacific Red. He's pretty legit. He's uh, yeah, One Pacific Redwood. It is is his YouTube channel, and he must be some sort of ex meteorologist or or something because he's very knowledgeable on um reading radars and uh, just weather maps and stuff. And he just goes through and points out um how they did it and what installations they use to manipulate the storm and kind of zap it and make it go away and you know he's done this with all kinds of stuff it's just further evidence that weather modification is being utilized on a on a global scale really and um and it's just crazy you know and then they they blame climate change you know that's what i've been talking about here for a long time now a long time and um you know not only was there the hurricane hillary thing there's also everything that happened out in maui Obviously, there was complete devastation out there in the city of Lahaina. Um, Lots of people dead. Lots of people still missing. Whole town burnt down. And there's a combination of things that go into that, too. It's just like what happened in Paradise. And I don't claim to know everything that went down. Obviously, I'm not the perpetrator behind this stuff. But I think we can all agree that this doesn't look like your average fire. You know, these forest fires are getting... Very strange, and they aren't confined to the forest anymore. Sometimes they miss the forest completely and just burn all the homes. And when you have a place like Lahaina, where it used to be the capital of the Hawaiian Empire for thousands of years, um, very historically significant area, a lot of old, uh, you know, natives and and people that weren't going to move from there. Um, they weren't going to allow the big corporations to come through and and uh, take over with their big hotels and resorts and the celebrities and shit. Uh, but now they can because now they're fucked and uh, everything's gone. So, you know, a lot of people are saying directed energy weapons. And I do think there's some validity to that, although that isn't the only contributing factor to this, too. You did have that hurricane um, off the coast of Hawaii, some hundreds of miles away. But they did get really windy out there, causing the fire to spread a lot quicker. But um. You may have seen uh, circling around on social media that there's some weird anomalies with things that were painted blue. So um, I've seen photographs of city streets which are completely devastated. All the cars are burned up and stuff, except for a blue one. And then I saw another one where all these buildings are burnt down and it's this area where there's like an outdoor dining area and there was some... Tables set up with blue umbrellas and everything is completely obliterated except for the blue umbrellas. And you see news articles talking about celebrities like Oprah Winfrey and uh, fucking other people like that. I don't have the thing in front of me to tell you exactly who it was. But, you know, big Illuminati status celebrities that own property out in Maui, and they all painted their homes blue. And there's this article that came out and said, well, why are they painting all their homes this ugly shade of blue? And um, then I saw this other video where it's a laser that's burning these pieces of cloth of different colors. I think there's a red one and a yellow one and then a blue one. And uh, it starts at the top, and this laser is hitting this, this red piece of cloth, and it's burning right through it the thing starts smoking and smoldering it goes to the yellow one does the same thing burns right through it then it goes to the blue one and nothing happens and the explanation given in this this short twitter post or x post um with the video was that there's something about the the wavelength of the color blue that like mitigates the the effects of a laser or something, which is quite bizarre. But then that kind of makes sense when you look at things, uh, you know, all the people who could possibly be in the know who decided to paint their stuff that color and coincidentally weren't affected by the fires. So, you know, nothing we haven't seen before. These these weird fires have been going on for a while now. And, of course, what they do immediately is just blame climate change and, uh, you know, now they're talking about making this place into a smart city. I think they had the, those plans prior to that. And there was a similar scenario when you look at the Paradise Fire um, and also the ones that happened more towards the coast of California because there was a, a few years there where California was just getting hit super bad. And, um, you know, Paradise was... Kind of the later one of that, because there was also fires in uh, fucking north of San Francisco, kind of towards the bay and stuff. Um, but they were uh, Santa Rosa, I think it was. And those were all around the same time. It might have been a year or two apart, but there was a few consecutive years there where it was really, really smoky up here in uh, northern Nevada because we were getting all that that smoke from the California fires and obviously the Sierras have been being zapped and fucking burned up forever. And it's a combination of things. It's also forest mismanagement and stuff like that. Like the Indians used to burn the forest as a precautionary measure to get away from all the undergrowth. Or get all the undergrowth out of there so the forest would be less susceptible to wildfire. But uh they don't do that anymore. I mean... They do to an extent, but not as much as they need to in order to mitigate the effect of fire. There's also arson. There's like the good old fashioned fucking people throwing flaming balls out the window. I actually saw that on a recent trip to Arizona. Uh, there was like a little spot fires along the road where it looked like somebody just had thrown out like a pack of matches or something that was on fire. Or these little flaming balls or something because it was like every you know half mile or so there was another little fire. So, that happens as well. And, you know, sometimes it's climate activists who are trying to get people to stop driving cars or whatever to, like, further the um, uh, their climate change agenda or whatever the fuck. And there's a couple different things with that. I think maybe some of these people are actually believe what they're doing and stuff. They're that brainwashed. Or maybe some people are actually, like, mind control MKUltra victims and stuff because... We can't forget that that exists and is being used now more than ever. I mean, that technology is very prevalent and very effective. Um, But we're going to talk about that later. For now, you know, rest in peace to the people in Maui. There's so many different—and just, you know, hope you guys get through it, man. That's bullshit. We need to fucking hold these people responsible for these things. How many times are we going to let this happen? You know, we're just going to keep letting this happen over and over again. Or when are we going to get wise to this? And it's all it's just the usual suspects, you know, like the dude who's heading uh, the sheriff's department out there is is a guy who was high up in the Las Vegas sheriff's department during the Las Vegas shooting. And if you listen to this podcast, you know, I've gone over that a couple times as well, just all the fishy things that had to do with that and now the dude who was sheriff in Las Vegas during the Las Vegas shooting who refused to answer all these questions about the the bullshit that was going on with the Vegas shooting because there was you know you remember they're in fucking the MGM in Las Vegas supposedly this dude Steven Paddock smuggled all these guns in there like 30 guns or something and fired like thousands of rounds out this window And um, there was no video footage of him. Like, there's no explanation of how he did it, how he got all the arms up there. And it's like, we're expecting to believe, we're expected to believe that he was able to do this in, uh, you know, the place with the most video cameras in the world. If you've ever seen Ocean's Eleven, they go over how elaborate the security systems are in Las Vegas. And it's true. I mean, it's the most heavily fucking locked down place in the world and yet this dude was able to bring all these guns into this casino and, uh, you know, knock through the fucking bulletproof, super-reinforced glass that those windows of the casinos are made out of and just keep shooting and shooting and shooting. And never mind the people who uh claim to have seen people in the crowd shooting or the people that saw people shooting out of the helicopters. And then... uh all the people who came out after that and came out with their own stories, like on Facebook posts and stuff like that, and then they died mysteriously too. So, it's the it's the usual suspects. It's the same gang. It's these people that uh, are being told to go along with the agenda. You know, don't ask, don't answer certain questions. I don't know if they're actively planning. These um, terrorist attacks because that's what they are. But they're certainly not doing anything to expose it. So all these people need to be locked up. They all need to be go. They all need to go to jail, including the sheriff of I mean, the governor of Nevada. Now Joe Lombardo, real piece of shit uh, for no other reason than the Las Vegas shooting. (laughs) So many people died during that biggest mass shooting in American history. And it just got swept under the rug. Because shortly after that, they had some other mass shooting that came out, and we were focused on that. And it's all about gun control and the fucking mental health bullshit. But they'll never talk about, A, the mind control aspect of it, and just how they're, we're basically living inside a giant mind control experiment. And there's a lot of different elements that go into that, but at the end of the day, what you need to know is that it does exist... It's been going on for over 70, 80 years now. Um, It's very technologically advanced and virtually imperceptible to where like you could have a mind-controlled person right next to you that's having voices fed into their heads through electromagnetic frequencies, radio frequencies, and you would never know. There's ways to detect it if you know how to analyze audio and things like that. Uh, but for the most part, for the normal person, you would never know. You'd just be like, damn, this person's fucking crazy. And they are, but maybe it's because they're being made to be crazy. So that's going on. And then, um, you know, they've been trying to take our guns for a long time. So, yeah, it's just weird how these all these events tend to link up with each other in, in certain ways. There tend to be the same characters who occupy key positions when these disasters hit. And uh, these people need to pay the price eventually, man. Sick of this shit. But you know what I'm not sick of is uh, good hip-hop music. DJ Muggs just came out with a new album, DJ Muggs of Cypress Hill fame. Uh, this is a really cool song off the album called Street Made," featuring Freddie Gibbs. Scarface and of course DJ Mugs on the beat. Check it out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Represented for the homies on lock a six feet grave, and these days it's a must you stay solid. The rules you should follow is either you get swallowed, homie. Now stand up, put your motherfucking hands up. This ain't no jack move, nigga. Pull your pants up and man up. You out here looking like a dancer, JoJo shooting at children and that's a no-no. You up the four four? You better be ready for what's behind it. These niggas ain't playing; they come to find him. Now let the street lights blind him. Staring at his eyes wide shut, the way they did it was fucked up. But that's how it goes one minute you ten toes, and the next you hear a pop and you bleeding and out cold. These youngsters amongst us, thinking they about the bunkers, and don't realize that we the ones that got shit crunk up. If you were father, then you raise your son. If you were mama, pray those days don't come. Death is permanent, ain't no coming back from that. You ain't the only one walking around strapped in fact They got guns everywhere you look A potential killer lurks in every hand you shook Yo, we did it for dope and the dollar signs you did it for likes all on uh, your surprise yeah.
2: What the streets made, street rage Momma through yeah. L.A. fucking with B's and M.C's Stuck in the D game. I got different flavors of dope like niggas got weed strains Wait till the rigor mortar set in That nigga freeze frame My blow came on a tugboat Fitting on, got him comatose got to watch it these days They can trace it back when a nigga overdose. Took his ass on the tour When they came to rap, he was just a local hoe Space rapping nigga worldwide show Sold out, don't both coast, nigga cold that shit Reject these rappers, why they all shopping? Nigga, let me hold that shit Maybe if your jewelry wasn't so blurry, nigga coulda sold that shit Nigga came deep and he still couldn't kill me, that was some whole ass shit They'd have forced my hand, out of made my plan, nigga ready for the blowback, bitch Gremlin like Kodak, bitch I done bust that pipe, then I swiped that barrel out, then I sold that shit I dick her down, she got potential, then I might mold that bitch And I better not ever get prosecuted for nothing I told that bitch, nigga
1: yeah.
0: True story yeah yeah Fucking pretty sick song. Freddie Gibbs, man. That guy can really rap, can he? Same with Scarface. Just to- two totally different styles. That's, when it's- that's why it's cool when uh, you got two dudes like that get together on a track and just uh, approach it in different ways. And it sounds fucking badass. All right, so we talked about Maui, talked about some weather stuff, uh, weather modification, touched on Burning Man. I'll-, I'll talk more about that after I get back. It's a weird thing. Um, let's talk a little bit about UFO. So, you know, lately, the past year or two, there's been a lot of stuff regarding UFO disclosure. There's even been talks in the government where they discuss um, whistleblowers come out and they talk about things that they've seen. They're not really letting out any real evidence, per se, uh, kind of just stories from people who are who are pretty suspect, uh, part of the CIA and stuff. So you can't really trust them. But it's just interesting that um this type of stuff is entering the public sphere and being taken seriously by by the government and by the media and and uh, those types of organizations or institutions. So you got a question. Uh, what the end game is of this? I think there is some validity to some of the UFO stuff. Um, you know, there definitely could be people who visit our planet from other galaxies and have advanced technology and crafts and things like that. Or maybe they're coming in through another dimension. Maybe they're utilizing wormholes or something. I mean, there's maybe they're f- fucking people from the future who've who figured out how to time travel. There's a lot of different possibilities. But what we do know um, is that they do have advanced aircraft. Like they do have flying saucer technology, anti-gravity technology, uh, weird shit that is like way more advanced than the stuff you see at the airport and the stuff even that you see in movies. I mean, apart from your sci-fi movies and stuff, it does seem like they got uh, some real flying saucer type shit that they're using. Then again there are videos of uh stuff that people have seen which don't seem to make very much sense and seem like they could be extraterrestrial. So we we don't really know what's going on. What we do know is that certain people have talked about a fake alien invasion coming through which would uh kind of bring in the new world order, new world order uh overnight because we'd all have to come together to defeat the aliens. So the fake UFO invasion has been tossed around for a while, and it kind of does seem like they're priming the public consciousness for that sort of thing to take place. So it's just it's just a strange thing. But when you go back in history and you look at um, some of these old, old explanations of what these really advanced civilizations were like, 10,000, 20,000 years ago, like Atlantean civilizations. Um, There are stories about Atlantis, about how we were really developed spiritually, but also technologically to where they had these flying aircraft and people could communicate telepathically. People were traveling throughout the universe to different fucking planets and shit like that. Um, This is the type of stuff that's talked about in the, Bagadavita or something like that, that ancient uh, Indian document where it talks about flying Vermanas and things like that. Um, Edgar Cayce goes really deep into Atlantis. He was the sleeping prophet, they called him, where he could tap into the collective consciousness, the Akashic records, and he could just get all this information about times long ago. And Atlantis was something that he did a lot of readings on He talked a lot about past lives, about reincarnation, about how some of the people who are in power right now had prior incarnations in Atlantis and how they were big, important people in the Atlantean times and how we're all kind of repeating the same mistakes and the same scenarios which went on back then and we're starting to develop similar technology to what existed back then. But the story goes that back in Atlantis the technology kind of got out of hand and it became destructive and um that's what sunk atlantis basically and it was there was a series of events uh, which took place over a thousand year period or something like that which destroyed the ancient continent of atlantis um but the similarities between now and what edgar cayce claims to have happened back in atlantis are are pretty interesting so it's it's weird to think about that. And then you could also consider that maybe some of these UFO sightings and stuff could be Atlanteans, maybe. You know, maybe some of these people from these Atlantean societies with this really, really advanced technology and who are really advanced spiritually, maybe they were able to hang on that onto that technology. And this is what some of these mystery schools are and these these secret societies living in some cave somewhere that just fucking kept this technology going. Or maybe they're over in, uh, you know, behind the ice wall in Antarctica, these places where nobody's allowed to visit that are all these governments have these treaties for and stuff. And there's this ice wall and nobody knows what's beyond it. Or there's the theory of like the hollow earth and there's civilizations inside the earth. Like we don't really know. Uh, All we know is that we're kind of lied to about everything, basically. <laughs> we, I think we can agree on that because basically every big news event, even big historical stuff, there's always some holes in the story. It's always embellished and changed in some way in which the the victors, like the ruling elite in power— Looks better than they actually are. It always suits their agenda in some way. So, why couldn't ancient history, like shit really, really far away, be the same thing? And if the Atlanteans were really so advanced and they had this, you know, crazy technology and maybe this, this, they were so spiritually advanced that maybe, you know, they escaped their physical bodies or something, maybe that's possible. But, um, If you look at the Akashic Records and how Casey described them, how there's this limitless amount of information, basically everything that's ever been said, done, thought, fucking anything in the universe still exists and you could tap into it. It's like this knowledge that is, it's like God's fucking iCloud or something, to where um, everything that exists, it's still out there, and you could grasp it, you can visit it, you can um, see what's up with it, and you can get that information if you're spiritually in tune with that shit, I guess. And Edgar Cayce was, because he says that in his prior incarnations, he had been really spiritually advanced back then, too. And basically, the Edgar Cayce explanation of what life is and um, kind of what we're doing here is we're we keep being reincarnated on these different planets to go through different tests to become more spiritually advanced to get closer ultimately with God and then become one with God. And this was something that Edgar Casey gathered through his readings. Now keep in mind, Edgar Casey wasn't conscious during these readings; he was asleep. He didn't remember anything when he woke up. Uh, he had to have a stenographer and somebody who would guide him through the readings and ask him questions and basically what they this thing they called the source which was like the akashic records and sometimes different people different spiritual beings would speak through edgar casey and give him information so basically edgar casey was like a vessel or a medium that was translating this information from somewhere beyond from the akashic records from the source from these people that are close to god in the spiritual realm. And uh, when he started talking about all this reincarnation stuff, um, Atlantis stuff, this was pretty weird for him because he was really into the Bible. And the Bible doesn't really get into reincarnation. It kind of denies that or doesn't really touch upon it. But according to his readings, at one point it did, and that stuff was removed from the Bible um, for, for control reasons and stuff. If you make people believe that um you only got this one life maybe they're they're easier to control or something i don't know i'm not sure the exact fucking agenda behind doing that um so if you take into account this type of occult like mystery history and and people like gerchief and uspensky and Rudolf steiner they talk about stuff like this too and it's 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 just an interesting, like, broader approach to history and to the human existence because we're so brainwashed now through science, through the public education system to, like, deny the existence of anything beyond materialism that we forget that the very essence of this existence is a spiritual one. And I think when we're younger, when we're closer to the source— when you're just growing up like learning how to talk and everything's so fresh and exciting and you're learning about the world and uh you're kind of more in tune with that i think you're you're closer to the source at that point and then as you grow up you start to mimic the people around you you start to you know believe what other people believe and adopt their opinions on stuff <clears throat> that spiritual inclination is kind of squeezed out of you or at least you become more resistant to it. Now there's no way to escape it since it's the very essence of your being, it's always going to be there and you're always you'll have moments, you know, moments of synchronicity, moments of where you have just a feeling where there's no explanation for how you could know something. Um dreams, D- dreams are a direct pathway to that, to that subconscious, to that realm in which we all exist and might come from, like that could be part of our essence. You know, there's like, that's why we can have precognitive dreams, dreams that predict the future, um, dreams which give you a better insight into things that are taking place in your life, but they communicate through symbolism. This is the stuff that Carl Jung went really deep into and, almost lost his mind over from becoming so deeply engulfed in that, that realm of our existence, which is largely unexplored and written off as as, you know, just some crazy shit that that doesn't make sense because a lot of the times that's what dreams are. But if you study them long enough and you recognize these themes and these archetypes uh, which dreams employ as a method of communication, you realize there is something to it. There is a language that dreams are speaking and they're trying to to speak to you and it's open for interpretation. And at the end of the day, you're the person who needs to interpret your own dreams. And there's a bunch of different ways to do that, but every person's dream, like the symbols aren't gonna be the same for everyone. Like they're subjective. Uh, Your dreams are coming from you or coming from the source but they're specifically tailored for you and your life and your spiritual development. Um, So you got to observe them subjectively and be the one who makes the ultimate decision at the end of the day of what your shadow self is trying to tell you about, about your own life and, and things that are going on around you and things that you need to do in order to be a better person and to be, um, you know, more spiritually evolved and, and that sort of thing. So, Uh, Sorry, there's someone outside my window. Mad suspect. Um, Basically, what I'm trying to get at here is there's this whole, I guess you could say, occult history that's out there that involves ancient empires, the Atlantean empires, and then after the fall of Atlantis, there was a spiritual decline to where we've become more... Confined to this material realm, whereas before that we were more in tune with the spiritual self and capable of some pretty insane shit by today's standards, as far as telepathic communication, fucking traveling to other planets and shit, like like what Swedenborg could do, Emanuel Swedenborg, who also talked about just different realms that exist, which we're most people are not in tune with. And But one thing that all of these spiritual teachers seem to agree on is that we could all get to that again. It's just we're out of tune with it right now. We all have the ability, the innate ability, being spiritual beings, to be able to do all this kind of stuff, to be like psychic and stuff like that. But it's just we forgot how to do it. But eventually we could all get back to that. Now, this might sound like some some crazy, like, new-agey Burning Man type of stuff. But you have to recognize that the people who are in control of the world believe in this stuff, like, really heavy. They're all practicing weird magic rituals. You get into people like Aleister Crowley, Jack Parsons, who invented the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, uh, fucking L. Ron Hubbard, who was homies with Jack Parsons. They were in competition for who could create the biggest you know, New Age religion. Jack Parsons came up with NASA and like the scientific materialism religion. And then L. Ron Hubbard came up with Scientology. You know, so you have these really powerful politicians and fucking corporate leaders, people in Hollywood and stuff who incorporate this type of symbolism into their not only their like movies and shows and stuff, but also into architecture, into city planning, um, into all kinds of stuff, dude, into their stories, their rituals and stuff. And then, as I would mention before, you have things like these big rituals like the cremation of care at the Bohemian Grove. You have secret societies like Skull and Bones uh, that come out of Yale. And they you have the Freemasons. And they all employ these weird rituals that seem very foreign to us who are so stuck in the material scientific dogma that we've been trained to um view the world through, whereas they believe in a much more like metaphysical, mystical type of existence where the physical body is just like a vessel and there's this larger spiritual thing and there's spiritual beings that surround us that we can communicate with that we can even try to like summon in shit. And that's what people like Aleister Crowley and L. Ron Hubbard and Jack Parsons were trying to do. They were trying to summon the Antichrist and and Lucifer and stuff and gain that knowledge to gain power over people. So, you know, there is something to the idea that there's something greater beyond that. There's this larger spiritual realm. And even that there's like a spiritual war. That's going on. And at the end of the day, when you look at what's going on as far as fucking events like 9-11, you know, like why would our own government and these secret society motherfuckers blow up these towers, kill 3000 people, utilize directed free energy, like weaponized free energy to do it. So they're utilizing this technology, which could could be used for good to help the world to provide free energy to everyone, to fucking save countless lives and just raise the standard of living significantly across the world. Instead of doing that, they weaponize it, blow up the two biggest towers in America, and then use that as justification to invade the Middle East, to topple regimes over there, kill millions of people over there. Like, that's some evil shit. There's no other way to describe it. That's a completely evil thing to do. Um so, like, you you got to think, and then some people will try to blame a bit on, uh, like, say that their motivation is just money. But that doesn't make sense because they got all the money. They print the money. They make the money out of thin air. They have all the power. They have all the money. It's something greater than that. It's something beyond just this material accumulation of wealth. It's something that's taking place in the spiritual realm. And if you get into people like Emanuel Swedenborg or Steiner, or Gerchief, or, or Edgar Casey, you realize that surrounding you all the time are these other spiritual beings, like these angels and demons and shit that are trying to fuck with you. They're, because beyond this realm, it's like, Earth is like a battlefield for the spiritual plane where good and evil are fighting through humans who have free will. We have the ability to choose what we do and pick a side. And uh, you got all these fucking demons and angels and shit that, that are fighting on the spiritual realm over us. So I realize this might be a far out concept to a lot of people because it's very foreign according to, to how we've been brought up. But this is what makes sense to me. And the more I study this conspiracy shit, I guess you can call it, the more this concept of uh existence and life and like the nature of it makes sense to me because at the end of the day shit has to make sense there has to be some sort of somewhat logical explanation for for what's happening and uh this is kind of what's what's making sense to me i know that was a pretty jumbled explanation of uh the universe but you know i'm i've been on some weird shit i don't know it's been a while since the podcast I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Let's listen to some music. What do we got here? Dude, this guy was on some shit, too, man. Capital Steez. Free the robots. Rest in peace, Capital Steez.
2: An optional-
3: about to one-take this shit, nigga.
1: Dear diary, what a day it's been Dear diary it's been
3: just like a train Illuminati trying to read my mind with an eagle eye and the haze got me thinking why we killed Osama and plenty innocent people died we should see the signs but we Stevie blind no disrespect to the man or the legend but I'm sick and tired of asking my virgin if it all ends in 2011 would God come through or would he actually forget us cause apocalypse is getting closer but they more focus on that little youth sipping soda, Fuck sugar act, niggas out pushing crack, and I lost my father figure because of that, dear diary, what a day it's been, I diary, it's
1: been just like a train, been just like a train, been just like a train, been just like a train.
3: So can I live, or is my brother trying to gun me down, scuffle a couple of rounds till we hear the thunder sound? No lightning, clash of the titans, and after the violence, a moment of silence, cause I want mine the fast way, the scheme mass way, looking for a fast pace, and instead of sticking up for each other, we picking up guns and sticking up my brother's so fuck them all, I'm coming through raging And I won't stop till Reagan is caged in Mom tell me I should let the Lord handle it The arm of the Lord is trying to manhandle us A man's world, but a white man's planet And the doors are slowly closing while we falling through the cracks of it It's a shame that flipping crack will be the best alternative If you don't make it rap in these crack houses And trap houses are trapping the sin And in the end we're gonna remain stagnant
0: Capital stees, Free the Robots. Classic shit. Now tell me this, why would a kid who just got a big record deal uh, just accomplish his dreams, right? Fucking living out his dream, dude. Part of a really promising rap group out of New York City, the capital of hip-hop, capital of the world, just got signed by a major record label. Why would he throw himself off the roof of that record company? Why would anyone do that? You guys really think that's what happened? I don't think that's what happened. I think he was thrown off that roof by somebody else. Mad suspect. I don't know what's up with that, dude. I think Capital Steez was a very promising rapper. It would have been exciting to see what he came up with, um, you know, now, you know, in the interim period between his death. I think he died in, like, 2011 or something. He's pretty young, dude. Um, and then instead of him, they had Joey Badass. We got Joey Badass instead of Capital Steez. He's okay. Eh. Capital Steez was better. Okay, so uh, hopefully my last rant made a little bit of sense. Kind of went off on a tangent there and uh, stuff like that. But um, these are types of things that I think we should be considering. Because not only is it interesting, but... If we understood the true nature of um, this existence that we're in, I think we'd behave differently. I think the power structure would be a lot different. I think there would be less less bullshit, for lack of a better word. Uh, so getting back to the UFO disclosure thing, before I went off on that big tangent, like there's a lot of hype about, around UFO disclosure, and that is a crazy thing. If they reveal that aliens are real and they're among us and there's these mysterious craft and we don't know how they operate and they're these beings who are visiting our realm who are like way more advanced than us and could potentially fuck us up at any moment, that's a big deal. But you know what else is a big deal is like life after death, right? Like what if we came out with, what if that was just common knowledge? And at one point it was. And I think that was reflected in society a little more. I think things were a little better when people took that as fact and acknowledged that that was the reality of of existence, that we do continue on after we die. And maybe there are repercussions for beha- your behavior in this life. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you should be paying attention to, to what you're doing and how you treat people and things like that. Maybe there should be a guidebook, uh, some sort of rules and laws under which we behave and and treat each other in a certain way otherwise we face repercussions in our next phase of existence so there's a lot of fucking people who believe that life goes on after death and i think there's a lot of evidence for that so what if it was you know what if there was a disclosure thing on par with the ufo disclosure where it's like yeah it's a fact dude like people continue living how would that change society? And th- these are just types of things that I think about. Um, because at the end of the day, I think that's the most important thing to people. Like death. Death is a very important thing. And I it's something which isn't really talked about we kind of avoid the subject of death we treat it in our culture at least in american culture as something which is a negative thing something which is like a termination rather than a rebirth but what if it's something where uh, you just keep going what if it's just the next phase and what if everybody knew that and and treated their life as not something which is like expendable or something which you you get a bunch of chances at but kind of like adjusted their behavior accordingly knowing that they're this is like a preparation for the next phase rather than just YOLO you know like let's just live it up and do whatever you want because nothing exists afterward and you you came from nothing and you're going back to nothing so fuck it let's just all do whatever we want and and life is all about entertainment and, and there's no, like, underlying spiritual goal to be accomplished. It's all just about this fucking satisfying your, your gluttonous desires. You know, because isn't that where we're at as a society right now? It's all about fucking what you can get from everybody and how much you can get. And it ain't really about giving. It's all about accumulation. It's like... Material shit, keeping up with the Joneses, popularity, fame, beauty, this false idea of beauty, like fucking Instagram and shit, manipulating photographs to appear to be something you're not. I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's a very uh, physically oriented society that we live in, and it would be. I just wonder how different it would be if we acknowledge some sort of greater spiritual thing going on. Not saying y'all got to be a fucking Rosicrucian or some shit. Or follow the Kabbalah or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just think, I feel like something's going on. You need to at least entertain the notion of it. Let's listen to some more music. We got Dilated Peoples, Worst Comes to Worst. <laughs>
4: When words come to my people's come Come the my comes first. Yo, some people got good friends, and night I live my life right, Intense, on the edge, on the wire, I'm from the group where friction needs to five, stack your wow. bricks, the time is take your pick, do it don't, track, out the Yo, mess, my life is good, I got my peeps in the mix, so, words come, the words, my people, come first, I got worldwide family all over the earth, and I worry about them all for whatever is worth, from the birth to the hermst, through streets, the guns burst, words I disperse are here to Free uh, yeah. And if mine are needy I need to feed my When worse come to worse Set up shop and write a verse Actually what? That's best come to best My lyrics take care of me They therapy Get shit off my chest Extra stress 3-4 over the score Different patterns of rhyme And prepare me for war So next time you see us We'll be deadly on tour When worst when... come to worse my peoples come first Word up and worst comes to worst, I make whole crews disperse
3: You know it's family first Gifted unlimited We're dilated people Babel, evidence Irish science and a shout out to my man Alchemist on the
4: 1st I'm a button for the truth, even though truth hurts. I've studied with my peoples on streets and in church. We make it hard when we go on first. Long road on the samurai code. These California streets ain't paved with gold. When uh, words come to words, my peoples come first. I got it back. At the end of the day, we could go our separate ways, but the song remains and won't change. Got my target locked it rain. I'm I might switch gears, but first I switch lanes Without my people, I got nothing to gain, that's why The worst come to my peoples come first Special Victims Unit, uh, catalyst for movement right. Create to devastation since 84, show improvement. Definitely dilated, peoples comes first Cross-trainers ball, we raise the ball And we put it in your ear, no matter who you are Come the worst, <laughs> <laughs> my peoples come first. My, 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 my peoples come first. My
0: come Yeah, yeah. An violated people's guru. Classic hip-hop shit. i just gonna try to be like Funk Flex. <laughs> okay, okay. This beat really keeps going, doesn't it? Is it? I think it's. I like when songs do that. I need to keep my beats going on my songs. What am I doing? Oh, man. All right. I guess we'll get into a little bit of uh, what's going on in the political sphere for what it's worth. Trump got arrested. Fucking awesome mugshot. It's just going to do nothing but help him. He's probably going to be the next president now because of that mugshot. Because you got to think about it, dude. Everyone who's ever been arrested is going to vote for him now. They're going to be like, dude, this guy's badass. Because it's pretty clear like, what they're trying to do to him. And just how it's all bullshit. And like, you know, it's like a witch hunt. And people, uh, they like to root for the underdog. They like to root for the guy that's getting fucked with by the government. So uh, you could say that that's all part of the plan and it's part of the fucking, you know, whatever they wrote in The Simpsons, whatever thing they got planned. But we'll just have to wait and see. Just uh, got to mention the Trump mugshot. Love it. Bunch of great memes going around. Keep it up. Uh, Biden came to town, actually came to my quaint little city of Carson City. He drove through it. He landed up in Reno, and he was going on his way to Tahoe. They shut down the whole city for this guy. They had every cop in the city, and because there's this freeway that goes from Reno through Carson City up to Lake Tahoe. So they had cops at every on-ramp, every overpass, fucking everywhere. They shut down the whole town for this guy. And... I was driving around during that, so it fucked up my plans. But I was just thinking, like, what would it be like for the whole world to shut down whenever you go somewhere? Like, could you imagine the the feeling of that? He probably doesn't know because he's fucking out of it. But <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird, dude. Joe Biden. He goes to Maui, and he talks about, like, when his Corvette talk, caught on fire, when these people, like, lost everything, all their homes, their kids and shit, all their pets. What an idiot. Oh, my God. So when we're thinking about the 2024 election, it'll be interesting to see what happens, because I don't think they can blatantly steal the election like they did in 2020. Because in 2020, they had the whole COVID op, right? So the you got to do the mail-in ballots and all this stuff where, you know, it was a lot easier to manipulate the vote at that point, Um you make it seem like more people liked Biden than than really did. But most people saw through it. I I would say, I don't know about most people, but, like, you can look at Biden now, like, nobody likes him. He doesn't have the popular vote. Nobody fucking likes the dude. He has, like, the worst approval rating ever. Everyone knows he's an idiot. He's, like, um, what's the word when you're, like, old and don't know shit? <laughs> he's, uh... He's retarded? I don't know. That's not the word, but he's totally out of it. And everybody knows it. He's like, I've never heard... I work in sales, right? So I meet a lot of people. And I've never once heard somebody say something good about Joe Biden. They're always mocking him. They're always making fun of him, talking about what a fucking dumbass he is, talking about how the country's fucked and how we need to get him out of there. And it's like, so to think this dude got the popular vote, even in 2020 when there was all this anti-Trump shit going on it's just crazy but it'll be weird to think I mean it'll be interesting to see what happens in 2024 like what what kind of operation they pull out to try to steal the election this time and keep the Biden regime in power because although I do believe that politics is a big trick and stuff and it's something that's planned out ahead of time and they're all actors and they're all part of these secret societies, which is all true. And they're all kind of working together. I do think there are factions within that which are vying for power amongst themselves. Um, And I do think that at the end of the day, it, it does matter who's in there to some extent. Because obviously there was a difference between the Trump presiden- presidency and the Biden presidency. You know, like things were going pretty good economically under Trump until the whole COVID thing came out. Now, we do have Trump to thank for the vaccine and all the people that have died from that and continue dying from it. And he'll never admit that he was conned or, or fucking tricked into doing it, or maybe he knew the entire time what he was doing. Either way, he's never going to admit that he was wrong because his ego is too big to do that. Um, We do have fucking... Bobby Kennedy up in there who's okay I mean it's really painful to listen to the guy talk and that's his main job is to talk so that kind of sucks it's it's just ridiculous these options that they give us to choose from like the whole concept of democracy is is sort of ridiculous where there's like 350 million people and we're supposed to be represented by just this handful of elitists who dress up in these suits and like go into these temples and shit and uh, act like they're supposed to be helping us or representing us in some way. I just, "Ah, I don't, I'm not really buying it, Um, but it's the system we got. And I guess we got to fucking, you know, it ain't going to change anytime soon. I'll tell you that much. And if there were to be some sort of big revolution or something, if you look historically at the nature of revolutions and what happens during them, they're bad. Like, Fucking a lot of people die and shit usually ends up being way worse. (laughs) So I don't think we should overthrow the government. I don't know if that's a viable option. Um, Just because historically things tend to get worse after that happens. So we're kind of stuck with this system. Basically, all you can do is hope you get someone in there that doesn't fuck up things too much. Like Ideally, you just get someone in there who does nothing right? Like, just don't fucking do anything. Because every time they do something, it tends to make shit way worse. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't really have much faith in these guys, but we'll see. We'll see. Really doing a lot to um stifle Bobby Kennedy. Like, they won't even give him Secret Service detail, which is like a standard for a presidential candidate, especially dudes of Kennedy. Like, two of these dudes have been whacked. They give the guy some secret service detail. You know, he's got some nut jobs after him, probably some MK Ultra mind control assassins, just like the ones who killed his uncle and his dad. But uh, yeah, Biden won't help him out. Just shows you what kind of dude Biden is just like the worst dude ever. And, um, you know, they won't let him into the debates. Nobody's going to debate him because the dude's actually pretty sharp. It's unfortunate. He can't talk and has herpes in his throat or whatever. But uh, he's the best we got at the moment, I guess. And um, one thing that's interesting to discuss that kind of ties into what we've previously been talking about is the whole UFO file. And there, the dark journalist on YouTube goes really in-depth in on this, and he's been exploring this for years now. But there is this advanced technology that's been hidden from us. Um, actually, Trump's uncle is the dude who went in and and got all of Nikola Tesla's papers after he after he passed away. So Trump is very deep into that that hidden advanced technology stuff and possibly is utilizing it. Um and I actually have an instance which was might indicate that he's been using this like leading up to the 2016 election. Um, When I was doing this tour with the Sacred Owls, uh, who were the people I mentioned previously, Christian and fuck, I always forget his girlfriend's name. But uh, I told him about this dream I had. I was like, dude, I had this weird ass dream where Donald Trump like took me to lunch and he was like super nice and like professional and just like the best dude. And it was like, you know, it was like a business lunch or whatever. And just the guy was just a fucking gentleman and like nicest guy. And he's like, dude, I had the same fucking dream. And I'm like, what the hell? So, like, what are the odds that me and him, completely different sides of the country, never spoken before or anything, because these dreams occurred months before, but it was all leading up to the election. And uh, I was kind of wondering, like, I wonder if this dude has some sort of technology where, like, he embeds some subconscious message into one of his ads or something, and it makes you dream that you have lunch with him, and he's just hella nice. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, dude. That's kind of far out there, but I don't think it'd be that hard to do that, you know, in, in implementing some fucking weird technology to make people dream about you. <laughs> be a good way to pick up chicks. I don't know. Um, but Bobby Kennedy is, is kind of knowledgeable about that stuff, too, because... Some people think that John F. Kennedy was assassinated over the UFO file. Like, he, uh, it, there's the whole shit that happened in Roswell. We recovered these crashed extraterrestrial crafts. Uh, Philip J. Corso wrote a book about it. Um, fucking something at Roswell or whatever, where he goes over um, all this technology that was found, how it went down, how we discovered these alien bodies, and then, like... Reverse engineered some of the technology, and that's where a bunch of the stuff that we use today came from. So, like, there is some validity to that, and maybe it is true. I don't know. Um, but like, there's a lot of evidence that JFK was assassinated according to that for like trying to spill the beans with that and share some of that technology with the Soviet Union, um, to kind of get everybody on an even keel to where. You know, one country didn't have a way bigger, like, military capability than the other to kind of keep things in check. But he was never allowed to do that. And uh, obviously he got killed and fucking shot and shit. And so, if according to Dark Journalist, who goes into this stuff, he thinks that Bobby Kennedy and JFK, I mean, uh, Trump, are, like, pretty knowledgeable about this stuff. And uh, maybe we'll be... More of this stuff is going to come to light in the coming months and coming years. Um, And we're in for a big change or something. I don't know. We'll see what goes down. Uh, There's definitely something going on. Very interesting time to be alive. So enjoy it. You know, Live your best life. Do what you got to do. Get out there. Ride your bicycle. Ride your skateboard. I've been doing a lot of that lately. Riding my bike to work sometimes. Went on a beautiful bike ride last night. Might go skate today. Probably gonna go ride my motorcycle right now. So I don't just always sit around and think about conspiracy stuff, but I do like to talk to you guys about it and kind of share my two cents for what it's worth. Don't claim to know everything, but kind of just spitballing over here. Hopefully it's tolerable, and I didn't say um too many times. So thanks, everybody, for listening, signing out. I'm gonna leave you with uh, Cool G Rap. My Life is the title of the song. I think this is one of the best displays of rapping Ever done So enjoy that Till next time Peace out
2: Damn simple and plain, we're from a small chimp in the game To gorilla cane, pimp in the game Know how to tempt dames, to tits in the range Hit the block, pitch rocks, and strength for the name Limp for the cane, lactose and lymph for the cane We even pack toast, from the flames My aim was strictly about making that bread pop Blocks red hot from fizz and cops, Looking for rock bottles with red tops Trading lead shots with dreadlocks Infrared dots till a head drop, we fled spots Word on the curb is when it came to birds, we spread flocks No telling when the bloodshed stop Fly to the sled stop, the latest every hot flavor in the crocs and gators yeah. somebody click riff pop the bravest out of town trips and rips i got for mavis drop knots yeah. in vegas my plot yeah. for paper was crock yeah. pasta yeah. wafers all of my life i live i'll be talking with you talk it out baby. baby don't stop till i die for this i'll be keeping wall a hands, with handsome goons Half-neckin' bitches dancing the tunes uh-huh. Marble floor to the terrace, nigga, glance the moon Play the jacuzzi till your hands All get bro right. Rugs tight, bright as the white sands of can go yeah. Skylights up in the ceilings for the plants to bloom Nigga, we crop grams and dunes Cubans cigar brand, the grand uh-huh. Prison niggas that ran balloons Shut down shop from Jan to June And still cop landin' the boons Fuck women in tanning rooms Every last fingernail on the hand groomed Self-built dope down to the make pels Gator belts, we and silk so suit if I can't stack a nigga, cap can pilt loose. Nah. Return them cast to die on the street and spill juice. Surrendered so be arm right beats. In the calm breeze in the palm trees. Uh, Bomb G yeah. under the arm piece. Yeah. Living in harmony. Coke farm pharmacy. Bulletproof armory. School of the hard knock armory. Washing the jackpot like laundry. Wow. Fucking Don of the Year nominee. Wow. Honestly. Wow. Life. Baby, don't stop till I tap for this I'll be keeping it true